Good day, folk. Today we will be interviewing Lady Fire Lily, better known as Lady V, who is the High Priestess of the Coven of the Ancients in Pretoria, editor of the Pagan Mercury, as well as the Registrar of the South African Pagan Council. Good evening, my lady. I hope you and your loved ones are well. Thank you very much for agreeing to this interview. Good evening, milady. I just want to thank you for the opportunity. Myself and my loved ones are doing great. I do hope all is well with you too. A lot of responsibilities for one person with a very busy career and to boot you're also the editor of the Pagan Mercury. Is it increasingly difficult to find writers in order to publish the very news-packed editions before every festival? My position as registrar is still very young at this stage and um, every day I learn something. Well, I think except for the technical duties like the yearly AGMs and writing reports to the General Council, I also think the registrar is also in the role as a spiritual leader to listen and to teach. 100% in agreement, my lady. I know how frightfully busy you are. Tell me, my lady, how do you manage to balance your very demanding career with uh, being the registrar of the SAPC, run and train a coven, etc., etc.? When you do something that you love and believe in, time becomes of no essence. It sort of just flows, and then time management is also a good skill to have. Uh, but I believe in what I do, be it for the pagan community, my coven, my work, and my loved ones. You know, through my journey with Wicca, I have been in the service of the old gods, exactly where I'm needed. And that's what I'm doing. They work. What a kid to tell us about your humble beginnings in the craft. My humble beginnings. Okay, it started in 2006 um, when my mom and sister took me to a coven situated in William Nickel. I don't think I will ever forget it. It was my very first Samhain. I also remember being very brave going into circle with just a cloak and bare feet. And needless to say, it was gold. But then, that was it. That night, it felt as if I came home. I was very naive and very, very young on my path. And in those days, things did not come easy. But I'm very grateful for that. And today, I cannot imagine my life any other way. How would you describe your craft, my lady, and who had the biggest influence on you? Wicca is a polytheistic, earth-based religion. We believe in the polarity in all things. Anywhere you look, even through science as well, you will find balance. We believe in taking responsibility of our own actions, cause and effect. Although witchcraft is the basis from whence we work, Wicca delves into the psyche of a person, romancing the shadow, so to speak. It gives each individual the opportunity to find his own truth within the foundation of our teachings.
right through one's life, you meet people and find yourself in circumstances that can teach us lessons, either to be a better you or not. My mentor and friend, Mani, as she took me in as a seeker and showed me what life really is, what it means to really live instead of just exist. But I think the person that had the greatest influence was my mom, a strong and very wise woman, and she had the uncanny ability to see through you. She taught me the meaning of what unconditional love really is, to accept without prejudice and judgment. What was the first book that you read that made a tremendous impact on you? The very first book uh, that made an impression on me was written by Tom Hartman, The Last Hours of Ancient Sunlight. Being the new ignorant seeker that I was, the book shook me. It made me realize how easy it is for human beings to be arrogant and self-righteous. We just take things for granted and how it becomes ingrained in our descendants. And you know, before long, we will all have to revert back to our beginnings. But since then, um, Carl Gustav Jung has become one of my favorites. In my opinion, no witch should be without one or two of his writings, especially if you want to do shadow work. And then Christopher Penzak, with his beginnings in Wicca, he has an exceptional view into coven life. A curious question, my lady. Some pagans are of the opinion that they should be prescribed lists for who may identify as pagans and who not. In your opinion, should the individual members of the SAPC be granted the right to self-identify as pagan? Yes, they should. I don't think anyone is autonomous in their rights to foretell anyone what they should believe or how they should do it. We are all unique, and the paths that you follow are unique to you. It's your own truth. Does the SAPC Constitution grant every group and coven the autonomy to run their internal matters? Yes, it does. The SAP Constitution states, all registered, affiliated organizations and groups within the SAPC shall remain autonomous and operate under their own constitution. Some folk believe that the SAPC is like the pagan police or the pagan papacy. What should folk actually do if they find that crimes are being committed, that injustices are being done, and that illegal things are happening? What exactly should they do? My goodness, we're not the pagan police. Um, if any crime or unlawful event is happening, they should go to the nearest police station to report it. We are there to assist where we can, and people should refrain from spreading, spreading rumours. It's hearsay, and more often than not, there is no proof. And it can only harm, and there is always more than one side of a story. Pagans should always strive to abide to the just of the land. I believe that you now live just outside the city. How has this affected your spiritual practice, my lady? Oh, my lady, 
I live in the most beautiful place. I'm surrounded by a whole ecosystem of insects, mushrooms, amphibians. Um, and waking up in the mornings with the sun in your face and bird songs. And at night, when you close your eyes, you will believe you are sitting in the middle of the bushveld. And as a Wiccan, this is heaven and on a and a constant reminder of my deeper connection to earth. Does the fact that you've moved outside town prove to be a difficulty for attending classes, um, doing festivals, etc.? I believe that you're willing to make a commitment for something that you feel drawn to or are passionate about. Distance shouldn't be a problem. Then, the coven members also love to do carpool and help each other out. The coven um, are a spiritual family and all the new members are welcomed with open arms. We are all here to support and help each other. Of the books that you have read, my lady, which would you recommend for an aspiring eclectic Wiccan? The book that I would say is an oldie, um, The Witch's Bible, written by Janet and Stuart Farrar. It's a comprehensive book written in two parts, um, The Wheel of the Year, and the second part consists of Wicca. And over the years, this has become a good reference book to me. And I think any new seeker starting out will find this book filled with the information that they need. Mamie Haldanes was your mentor. Would you be able to describe to us what a lasting impression she made on your life? My mentor, Mani, uh, was a formidable woman, wise beyond her years. And she taught me to always look at things from another angle and to understand that everything is just a process, to take things step by step. We have a tendency to accumulate all our problems into one heap, and that can become overwhelming. She also taught me that I'm stronger than what I am. And that she proved to me over the years while I was studying with her. You know, her words always ring true whenever I'm faced with a problem. And then it brings a smile to my face. Are you a witch or a wuss? And then it makes me step back and reevaluate things. Were you at the gathering of the clans in 2004? Or was it the Malville Conference in 2007? I think it was the gathering of 2007, if I can remember correctly, that I uh, attended. Mainly and a few of Hecate's Looms members attended. And I remember very well, it was there um, that I saw you, Lady M, uh, Damon, Luke and Dana Foss for the very first time. And might I add, I was totally starstruck. I remember befriending Ranch of the Muse and Glenn of the Caduceus, Tron and his son Jade, um, at Pagan Home, Patrick's son Reese, and so on. Attending rituals at River Sands Farm was always an amazing experience. It felt like a bohemian festival for me. Lots of colors, lots of faces, lots of different ways of honoring the divine. Can you share with us what classes were like? 
Mainly's classes uh, were always full of stories and wisdom. I think I had more aha moments than I can count in a lifetime. It really was a safe space to be just you. And if you needed to ask a question, even if you think it's stupid, you were safe to do so. Um, she was patient with her students, always spurring them on to be more courageous and always to never stop asking questions. Debates used to spring up in the middle of class, making classes so much longer than it should have been. But those moments I will never change for anything. And I could not have asked for a better mentor and teacher. Back in 2007, did you ever believe that you would become the registrar for the SAPC? Oh my goodness, Lady M, never. But I've come to understand that sometimes where I am needed is not always where my focus lies. And I've, as I've said before, I am in service of the gods. My lady, is it increasingly difficult to find writers um, in order to publish the very news-packed uh, editions of the Pagan Mercury before every festival? The newsletter, the Pagan Mercury, has a few regular contributors, my lady. But I would love to see more people involved in articles and news. I think we have so many new people who are new to their paths, and I'm sure that they can use some handy tips from those who are more experienced. Uh, finding content for the newsletter is a constant. Um, the newsletter is not just for certain paths and belief systems. That's for everyone. I have found it a wonderful tool for those new to paganism and that would like to find a little bit more information um, that can help them on their journey. In the last two years that I've been editor, I have found it to be a gentle way of teaching the public of what is involved in celebrating the Wheel of the Year. I believe you have some very good news to share with us, my lady. Are you able to share it here on this podcast? Yes, I do have some news. A few months ago, Belladonna Laveau from the ATC in America contacted me regarding the ATC. And in December 2020, I was appointed as Archpriestess of ATC Africa. And I believe that this will be a good foundation for Wicca in South Africa. Oh, my word, my lady. I am so proud of you. Oh, congratulations. My lady, in lieu of Pagan Freedom Day, do you have any particular message that you would like to give to the pagan folk? Pagan Freedom Day online will be in a few weeks. Unity in diversity. Members of our pagan community lives all over South Africa and some have difficulty not being able to share with like-minded people. And we are online this year, which makes it a little bit easier for them to connect. So let us unite within the individuality of who we are. Let our diversity of religion, culture, race, gender be what unites us on this day. Let us remember that even though we are each unique on our own, we are still part of a pagan community. And standing together, we have a bigger voice. 
So let us embrace freedom of religion on the 27th of April. Dearest Lady V, I thank you so very much for giving us some of your time, which we know is a precious commodity, and for your words of wisdom, my lady. I look forward to chatting to you again on this podcast in the near future, I hope. And may you and your loved ones and your clan be blessed with all things fabulous, good health and true friendship. Lady M, it has been such a pleasure to do this interview and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And again, I thank, want to thank you for the opportunity. I wish you good health, abundance and love. And so, gentle folk, we've come to the end of this interview with the beautiful Lady V, also known as Lady Fire Lily, from the Coven of the Ancients and Registrar of the South African Pagan Council. You can find out more about Lady V and her coven on Facebook. Keep your eyes and your ears open for further podcasts all the way right up to Pagan Freedom Day. And for now, so long. Mm-hmm.